Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I want to chat about Ayurvedic approach to excess estrogen. All right, so if you're new to the podcast, um, I'm Andrea. I'm an Ayurvedic practitioner, 500-hour yoga teacher, um, wife, and mother. So I'm excited to dive into this topic because the menstrual health is one of my specialties. That is what I wrote my book about, Divine Body Wisdom. Um, all about diving into the menstrual cycle and how can we find our balance? And Ayurveda has a unique approach to the menstrual cycle, I think, compared to the West. Um, and some of the stuff that I see some of my peers in the West post, uh, we have a more simple approach. And I really appreciate it because that's how I've personally balanced my own estrogen. And then um, with a little help with some supplements. So I'm going to share my own story about this as well, because this is something that um, touched my own life this past year. And I knew it. So I want to break down what this means. Cause I think if you're on social media and if you do follow some menstrual health people, you might see, okay, people do talk about excess estrogen a lot. And you might be a little confused about what that means, what it looks like. Um, how would you know if you had it? So I'm going to share my own personal story first. Um, I knew I had excess estrogen based on like my boobs. So I have large boobs to begin with, but I'm like, oh man, they just feel like they are huge. And so that's one of the signs of excess estrogen is your breasts might become uh, enlarged. So that for me was my, that was my sign. And so I had already stopped drinking alcohol and it was, they were still not going down. Um, I had reduced my coffee. So alcohol and caffeine can be triggers. And so I've already started to do those lifestyle things. Um, I was working out regularly. So I'm like, okay, all of the things I'm checking the box for. So I decided to do the Dutch test with Krista King, who's been on the podcast a couple of times. And, um, that is a, so the Dutch test, if you're not familiar with that, that is actually a urine test. And so you have a certain time of your cycle phase where you're going to actually pee on these, um, little sticks, or you can pee in a cup and then dip the sticks in. And then, um, you send that off to a lab and then Krista or whoever you're working with, um, will kind of give you the breakdown of what what's going on with your hormones. So it gives you an idea of where your estrogen is, where your progesterone is, where your cortisol is. Um, so if you feel like, yeah, I've tried all the things I've made those adjustments and you haven't just been doing those adjustments for a month. So that is again, my caveat with Ayurveda, it takes about three months, you know, three to six months before you're going to start to see changes. So if you started to do those things a month ago, give it a few more months before you would maybe do a test because the tests are a little pricey. You know, they're about, I think I paid 900 bucks, um, for my test and then for my consults with Krista. And so, uh, other ones I know can be a little bit cheaper depending on who you go to, but I will also throw the caveat out there. Make sure you're going to someone who understands how to read these tests. So a dietitian, um, another practitioner of some sort, um, an, a naturopathic doctor, rather than maybe like um, an influencer on Instagram, because I have had a client come back and she did not get the test results read properly to her. So bought supplements that actually weren't doing the things that she should have done because the, the person didn't read the test right. So you want to make sure you go to someone who actually knows what they're doing. Um, so that is my caveat there. So you don't waste money. Uh, so with these tests, uh, I had my consult with Krista and she actually recommended supplements. And so for me, I'm not a big supplement person, but I'm like, okay, I'm willing to do it. Well, within two days I felt better, like instantly felt better. So I knew that they were the right supplements and I needed them. And so a lot of times when it felt better, it was actually probably my varicose vein that felt better. So I was on a resveratrol which is uh, a cardiovascular or heart health. And so that really helped improve my blood flow. I think of my varicose vein, and I didn't realize how heavy, um, 
So one of the symptoms of, if you're not familiar with the varicose veins is your legs can feel really heavy. They can feel dead. If you've walked, if you've walked a really long time, um, you really feel it like your legs just feel, um, they might burn. If you touch the vein, um, you might, you might feel like I need to do legs up the wall. I just need to flip my legs up, you know, to the sky and I need to lay on my back. That's what you really feel if they've, um, if they're really having trouble getting that flow going. And so for me, that supplement really helped. And then, um, you know, within a couple months, my estrogen already had balanced out. So that supplement just helped my body kind of kick things into gear a little bit better. And so that's something that I would recommend if you're, if you've tried the lifestyle changes first and you feel like, okay, nothing is still working. Um, I feel like there's an imbalance, then go ahead and take that test. Um, I would just be again, cautious about who you get the test from and, um, making sure that they know how to read the results and recommend the supplements. And she also was one who did not recommend, um, you know, I think there was maybe eight that she could have recommended, but she's like, here, start with these. You don't need to take all of these as a last resort dim. So dim is just, it's D I M. And it's a supplement that's often used for excess estrogen, but it's a pretty intense supplement that you should only be on for a couple months. And so that is one where she didn't recommend until I took the current ones that she recommended to me. So like the four that she recommended, if I wasn't seeing results, then dim would be a last resort, but I didn't need it because it cleared up um, pretty quickly with the ones that she had given me. So if that makes sense, so make sure that you also have someone who really does know their supplements. So you're not on a harsher supplement like dim where you maybe didn't need it. You could have used something a little bit um, easier on the system and that could have maybe flushed out the problem. So that is what I recommend. Um, again, as a last resort, it did definitely help me, but I wouldn't recommend it to everyone until you've tried these lifestyle practices that I'm going to share today. So let's go through a little bit more in depth. What does estrogen do in our body? So estrogen plays a role in ovulation. So it thickens the lining of our uterus to prepare for pregnancy. So that's kind of what's going on in the body. Um, if pregnancy occurs, the follicle that was first released three months ago. So again, this is where I said those three months habits and lifestyle that you've made those past three months, then an egg can form and potentially a fetus. Now, obviously we all don't want to get pregnant all of the time, but I'm just telling you, this is a role, a big role that estrogen plays in our body. So follicles. So if you do want to get pregnant, this is also something to understand, but a follicle, it was formed three months ago. They will not all survive three months. So some are going to die off within those three months. So let's say the one did survive, not all are going to form an egg. So not all are going to make up an egg. And so again, those ones will kind of die off. So this is why it's important to have those lifestyle practices and those habits in check for at least three months, if you're preparing for pregnancy. And I think I did release an episode years ago now on preparing the body for pregnancy. We suggest three to six months. So depending on where you're at with your habits and your lifestyles, this will definitely make a difference. So make sure you do build up, um, you know, build up those healthy habits, those healthy lifestyle. So that way, um, you'll have an easier time, hopefully getting pregnant. So that is my, my caveat there. That is what Ayurveda recommends. So what else does estrogen do? It does a lot of things. So it helps with our blood flow. So again, that varicose vein and that, that the resveratrol that I was on instantly helped because again, estrogen helps the blood flow. So if I had a lot of going on, my blood was not flowing as well as it should have been. It helps with cholesterol levels. So balancing them off blood sugar levels, bone and muscle mass, collagen production, the moisture of our skin, brain functions, and many other important processes in the body. So you can see it does a lot. 
And this is a estrogen is dominant in the first half of our menstrual cycle. It has a smaller peak later in the luteal phase, and then it tapers off um, right around late luteal into the bleeding phase of our cycle. So that is kind of the, the role of estrogen in the menstrual cycle and in our bodies. So it's a very important hormone. So then what does it look like if you have estrogen dominance? So again, the first one for me was again, the breast. So the cyclic, you might have breast tenderness. I sometimes did, but not always. Again, mine grew. You could have cysts. So some breast cyst, your periods could be heavier. You could have menstrual migraines. You could have a lot of mood swings. Maybe you have shorter cycles. So less than 21 days or shorter for you. So I started having a couple days shorter. So I used to be like clockwork, 28 days. And then all of a sudden it got to be 26. And then it pretty much stayed around 26, which for me is shorter. So for, I I'm usually 28. So for 26 to stay at that for multiple months at a time, that that's a little bit short than I like to see in my body. So that's also how I knew. So for me, those were kind of my two giveaways. The rest of them, I didn't have as much issues with, um, fibroids could also be another one or then bloating and water retention. And that might be at one time of the month. So you might have different phases where you're like, Ooh, yeah. You know, that luteal phase, you might just notice the bloating or you get water retention in the fingers, you get puffy. So what causes it? So I'm going to tell you the three ways in Ayurveda that we kind of look at it. So what's coming into the body. So endocrine disruptors uh, that are in makeup, water, plastics, alcohol, caffeine, all of those things are going to be um, factors. So I also, um, I think we could potentially, I'm hoping not, but I feel like we might have some mold going on in our house. Uh, we just had a roof inspector come and uh, he also looked and he is curious to see if the, where our kitchen is, he thinks there could be some mold going on. So obviously for me, that's also an environment thing that is happening. So I'm getting some excess estrogen because I've been living in this house now for four years and we potentially have mold going on. So that's not great at all. Um, and so we're getting that taken care of, but that's another little factor. So your environment plays a factor as well. The next thing that we look at is how well does the liver metabolize and detox things. So this is why I'm a big fan of castor oil packs, especially around that follicular phase and the ovulation phase when you are having that spike in estrogen. So when your estrogen is rising, if you're prone to excess estrogen, having that castor oil pack will help metabolize and keep the liver going and moving. So that's why I'm a big fan of those. Um, in Ayurveda, the liver is the most important organ. So really paying attention to, okay, what am I consuming? You know, not only what I'm eating, but what I'm consuming with my eyes. What am I consuming with um, my, am I watching a lot of TV shows that are dark and putting me in a down place? Or am I just constantly scrolling my phone and I'm getting upset? So all of those things, how well can we metabolize things? And then the final one, which is probably the most important is elimination. So how, how well do we move from the gallbladder to the bile and then into stool? Are we able to eliminate on a regular basis? So excess ama or toxins in the stool, they tend to clog channels and that's going to contribute to excess estrogen. So if we're not having regular, regular bowel movements, which is something that I've talked about that I've struggled with, um, that's going to start to build up the, es the estrogen because it's not coming out of the body. It's just staying stuck, which is going to affect the liver. So all of those are, um, kind of key factors to look into. If you feel like, yep, this is something that I feel is happening in my body. So how can we start to reduce it? You want to reduce the ama or toxins in the body. You want to have regular bowel movements 
and improve progesterone production. So bowel movements, let's start there. I'm going to give you a couple ideas. If you would like a little assistance, triphala. So triphala is an herb that you can take to help. I have been taking triphala um, off and on for years. So option to take the pills or powder form. Powder form is a little bit more potent. Um, most herbs in their powder form are a little bit more potent than in pill form, but it doesn't always taste great. And so people don't always enjoy triphala. So you're going to take about half a teaspoon with warm water and you want to let it soak for about 15 minutes. And you're going to take that about an hour before bed. Now, the cool thing about triphala though, whatever taste that you pick up. So let's say you're like, Ooh, it tastes really sweet tonight. You're probably missing that in your diet. If it tastes really pungent or bitter, you're probably missing that in your diet. And that will probably shift as you take triphala, you'll start to notice, oh yeah, it's going through different phases because you most likely your diet, your diet's shifting a little bit um, with each season or, you know, what your nutrients you need is going to also be shifting. So just kind of pay attention to what tastes that you pick up. Now, again, if you're like, I absolutely cannot take triphala via powder form, tablet is better than nothing. Next idea, fiber, make sure you have increase of fiber. So you can take flaxseed powder daily two tablespoon. Maybe you sprinkle it on um, different foods throughout your day. Now with flaxseed, it can lead to a decrease in testosterone in men. So if you do take an excess of flaxseed, know that if you are a man or maybe, you know, you as a, a woman might have um, lower testosterone and you don't want to decrease it anymore, then just be careful of how much flaxseed powder that you're taking. And then finally, if you have loose stools, taking psyllium husk, and then you would take that kind of right away. So taking a little psyllium husk. Now, my caveat for all of those is you don't want to take triphala or psyllium husk when you're pregnant and flaxseed powder. You only want to do a little bit if you're pregnant. So those are my kind of caveats with those herbs as well. So then the other one that I talked about besides bowel movements and removing ama or toxins in the body was increasing your progesterone. So how can we do that? One of the easiest ways are hugs, you know, they support our progesterone. So progesterone is that calming hormone. And in a couple of weeks, when I do my next solo show, I'm going to talk all about progesterone. So we'll kind of put a pin in exactly what progesterone is, because we'll circle back to that in a couple of weeks, but, um, giving yourself, give, you can give yourself a hug too, but you can give someone that you love giving them a hug. That's going to help increase that because it's the calming hormone getting out in nature. So spending some time outside, um, going to your favorite trail, doing forest bathing, something to kind of calm down the mind and the body chilling out in the luteal phase. So if you tend to be a go, go, go during that luteal phase, make sure you make space to just relax and be, and then having love and kindness towards yourself. So sometimes we kind of beat ourselves up or really hard on ourselves or we feel judgment, um, making sure that you speak kindly to yourself and you are not putting yourself down. So working on that self-talk, you know, maybe you journal it out if you're, if this is something that you need to work on. So those are my tips for, um, excess estrogen. If you have any questions or are even wondering like, Hey, should I take this Dutch test? Um, shoot me over a DM on Instagram at seasonal Andrea. And I can, um, just kind of ask you a couple of follow-up questions to see if it would be a fit. But again, I would start with these practices that I mentioned today before you would um, invest in a, in a um, Dutch test. Uh, unless if you're, if you're trying to get pregnant and you're like, 
I've tried for months and um, I'm doing the right things. Maybe go ahead and get a Dutch test just to kind of see where your hormones are at as well. Cause that will give you a little insight um, into maybe some, some supplements that you could take to kind of help balance things out as well. All right. Uh, anything I'm like words of note. Oh, so for the rest of the month, since this is July still, as this is coming out, um, the, the inner wisdom Ayurvedic one day retreat that I'm running, it is a hundred dollars off now through the end of the month, it will be rising. Price will be rising August 1st to two ninety nine. So right now it's 199 for the one day retreat and it will increase August 1st. We are already half full. So if you are wanting a spot, definitely check that out. You can find that on my homepage, just andreaclawson.com, or I'll put it in the show notes as well. Um, and then the other, uh, follow-up is flow with your cycle. I'm so excited. That's my signature group coaching program that will be coming again in September. And so right now you can join the wait list, which I'll also put in the show notes, um, and save $200. So the wait list people are going to get $200 off the program. Um, and that will be starting September 19th. So if everything that I'm talking about today, you're like, yes, I need more of this. This is the stuff that we're going to talk about in more depth, um, during the flow with your cycle program. So if you're craving that, definitely check that, check that out as well. And I have a wait list, um, on my homepage as well. All right. So thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.